the Federation Army is also much larger than we thought, and much stronger. And extremely well put together little droid, your highness. Without a doubt, it saved the ship, as well as our lives. In the main hangar, this way. Jam the doors! Bailing Tillies of Aldoran. Jam the doors! As soon as we land, the Federation will arrest you and force you to sign the treaty. An only team of Malastare. Get their weapons. You can't take a royal highness there. The huts are gangsters. I do not agree with the Jedi on this. I think you can kiss your trade franchise goodbye. Jam the doors! Jam the doors! jamboree so what's going on here it's funny to think about on thursday like by thursday afternoon i was like well maybe we won't get anything this week (laughs) maybe the kenobi the kenobi gallery this was awesome maybe that's all we'll get i'll be happy but you know maybe we'll get something else i wonder we're recording this on saturday which may seem crazy for folks out there because there's you know a lot of folks out there or live to drive and they record like the hour before the episode comes out but we usually record our episodes pretty early and we were like on thursday we were preparing ourselves for well maybe d23 we won't really get anything because yeah like you said the kenobi gallery thing was really great and you know let's just keep our expectations in check because we've been burned before on these things you know (laughs) Well, and we definitely got burned this time, but we got burned in the good way where we're, our bodies are on fire from all the, all the hot stuff we got to see today. D23, the Lucasfilm panel, delivered. It delivered. You know, we were talking right before we started recording. I, celebration, we still got like a lot of like first looks and first announcements of a lot of this stuff that was just like being slapped in the face over and over again. Like, oh my God, you know? And now D23, it's kind of like, we're going to announce this stuff at Celebration and kill people, but we're going to kind of ease them into it a few months later at D23. Yeah, the D definitely was for deliver this time. And it was, the panel was not being live streamed. So you just had all of us who aren't there just nonstop refreshing. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's happening? Oh, they're moving on to Willow now. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I loved it too. It's like, I really didn't have anything to do today except for over lunch, which was when the panel started. So it was like, literally I was at home all morning and then we went out to go get lunch right when they started posting everything. <laughs> and then by the time I got done eating, it was done. So I guess the good thing was I could just go sit and watch everything, but it's kind of hard to focus on a yummy lunch when uh, you keep yeah, refreshing Twitter to see if anybody posted anything. Yeah. And I was texting you nonstop. There's another Andor preview. Mando season three trailer. Another Willow trailer. Yeah, I was literally at a restaurant waiting to like pick up my food, just watching the trailers tiny with no sound, just like hoping, man, I just need to get home. I'm going to watch this stuff. I didn't even watch all the trailers until the whole thing was finished because I was too afraid I was something was going to happen and I was going to miss something. And they <laughs> saved Indiana Jones for last, which was torture. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't miss. What, what if something happens? I can't miss it. Yeah, for a while there, I thought they weren't going to. They weren't going to do anything. And then I was like, well, wait, they have the suit there and they have the concept art. They'll, they'll have to do something. But yeah, they even even not being there, it was still stressful waiting, waiting and waiting until the end. It's a busy, busy time is what's going on. This is like this is like the weather forecast of Star Wars where you're watching the weather and they're like, hey, a storm's coming. So you might want to get ready because literally this episode comes out like on Tuesday. Right. And then like when this episode comes out Andor comes out next week. Yeah. And once Andor starts, it's kind of like nonstop Star Wars madness, Lucasfilm madness all the way into potentially the first half even of 2023. Like nonstop, at least. I don't see any end in sight because, yeah, it, Andor is going to be killing us for months. And then we're going to go right into Willow. And then after Willow, now we know we're going to go right into Bad Batch, kind basically. And then probably after Bad Batch, we're going to go into Mando season three. Like we're just going to be pummeled nonstop with Lucasfilm. Yeah. And Tales from the Jedi right in the middle of Andor just to give you a breather but not a breather because andor is not going to stop no <laughs> it's not like it's not like andor is going to be like we're going to pump the brakes so you can process young vampire dooku young dracula count dracula dooku you just got to make you just got to make time <laughs> for, for six episodes in one day just make time you like star wars don't you yeah well figure it out <laughs> yeah get a laptop lock yourself in your closet it's the best we're going to give you you've been in this fight since you were six years old <laughs> Star Wars just became real for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on. It's terrifying because we're going to be getting like who knows what Mon Mothma craziness by the end of like October. I don't know what's going to be going on with Andor, but something crazy is going to be going on. And then you got to process like little Ahsoka and Count Dracula Dooku and Dooku fighting Yaddle all in like the same day. Yeah. Young Qui-Gon. Come on. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to watch it and be like, boy, that's amazing. And not even processing what we're getting here, that it's like Dooku and young Qui-Gon. Did you check what day of the week that is? Like, that's not the same day as an Andor episode, is it? Oh. I didn't even look. I don't even want to know. I think I don't even want to know. No, <laughs> I'm scared to look at the calendar. No, it's the same day. It's a Wednesday. It's the same day. <laughs> it's on a Wednesday. So Oh, new episode of Andor, and maybe they'll maybe they'll take a week off of Andor just to let everybody catch their breath and watch Tales from the Jedi. I kind of hope so. They won't. They're punishing us. They're like, we <laughs> there'll be two episodes of Andor that day, just just because. It'll, no, it'll just be one episode, and it'll be an extra crazy one. 
it'll be all told from the the point of view of Beezer Fortuna or something. So yeah, this was an exciting afternoon here. Oh my god, yeah, and like it was just days ago, just days ago that we had the Kenobi Gallery, right? Which is nothing to like just blow up. Wait, we we can't talk about it right now because there's too much going on. It's like maybe like the best Star Wars gallery episode ever. Like just an hour nonstop of them being like the prequels are awesome. Yeah. And hey, here's some footage from the beginning you hadn't seen before. Just because seeing Ewan and Hayden back together again isn't enough excitement. We've been just sitting on Ewan McGregor's audition tape for the past 22 years. Here you go. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah. You might want to see this. And not to mention, in the like the last five minutes or something, we, we're in it. We're 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 on Disney Plus at the fifty-three minute mark. Look close if you didn't see it on social media. Social media. Look close in the left-hand top corner. See two big old heads peering out over the top of the crowd. <laughs> two two blurry, misshapen heads. That's us. <laughs> you see one with glasses and one without glasses. <laughs> And that's Blast Points. There you go. Caitlin from Sky Talkers is in front of us. Charlotte is in there somewhere, but I don't know what happened. And I think that's pretty much, even if you zoomed in on us while we were watching the Kenobi Gallery, that's how we looked. We were completely blurry and misshapen looking, like even up close, because that's how good that gallery was. That's what we looked like waiting in line to go to see the premiere of the first two Kenobi episodes. We we were we were blurry and misshapen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it hasn't worn off yet, really. That's what's happened. Wondering, I forgot that guy right before we're in there. That guy's like, I'm really wondering what's behind that wall. I forgot that that was all covered up. And then when they unveiled the wall and we were like, oh, my God, there's costumes and there's cars. And there's a red carpet. Yeah. Like that whole moment of waiting to get into the Kenobi premiere. That's what like right now and the next six months are probably going to be like. I'm just like, oh, my God. And uh, now it's Tales of the Jedi. We're going to they're going to be like, "Okay, everybody enjoy Christmas. Enjoy New Year's because after that. Like three days after New Year's, then Bad Batch is going to start. Well, and that's, yeah, I hope, hopefully we don't take a lot of family photos over Thanksgiving and Christmas because it'll just be everybody in crystal clear focus and then us with blurry, misshapen misshapen faces. (laughs) It's like the ring. You can't even take a picture of us. It's just blurry now because that's how we are. (sighs) Well, that's as much as I love Bad Batch and can't wait for season two. I'm kind of happy they waited. And because there's so much other stuff going on right now, and I feel like Bad Batch is going to be so good that it deserves its time to shine and not have to be on at the same time as Andor. And also, like, not even releasing a trailer today because there's already too much other stuff. Like, this way, Bad Batch will get its time in the spotlight, which I think it deserves. I was terrified of the concept of Bad Batch starting potentially, what, the week after Andor? And trying to make space in my brain every Wednesday for what was going on in Bad Batch and Andor, it would have been too much. Yeah. Well, it'll, it would have been like Last Jedi going into Solo, but every week. It's <laughs> <laughs> just too much. It was an exciting Saturday. It's, going, it's an exciting time for Star Wars, for Lucasfilm. We are in the glory time. Who would have ever thought? In 2022, like we're getting another Indiana Jones movie and a Willow TV show. And yeah, like 
master Dooku and apprentice Qui-Gon stories just coming out on TV. Yeah. Are are you sure we didn't die? Might be. We might be. <laughs> like, yeah, is there is there a way to, to to test that and make sure we're still alive? Because it's like 10 years ago. How, how would you know if you were dead? And I'd be like, well, maybe if there was another Indiana Jones movie, a Willow <laughs> TV show, and an animated series about young Dooku and young Qui-Gon, then I might think I'm dead. Am I creating my own reality right now, my own happy, safe zone, so I can just feel content? Is that what's going on? Maybe. Yeah. We all got sucked into Matrix 4. Oh, boy. Now, this this is what Neo and Trinity are doing, shaking things up, giving everybody another another willow. They got to punch Neil Patrick Harris in the face. Do a roundhouse, roundhouse kick. Every time they hit him. Oh, out pops Willow, out pops Indy 5, punch him again, young Dooku. <laughs> now, in a kingdom very, very near. Ah, do hurry, the passengers are boarding. Prepare yourselves. Welcome aboard. For the ultimate Disneyland thrill attraction from the imagination of Disney and George Lucas. Because now, the adventure is real. Star Tours at Disneyland. In all the universe, there is no greater thrill. Now open at Disneyland. Stuff that was announced at D23. There's a lot to go over. Let's start with the with one of the ones. There's a couple ones that we didn't have any footage of. Let's start with that little thing called Indiana Jones 5. I was really thinking we were at least gonna get a title today. Maybe it's just called Indiana Jones, for all we know. Maybe that is the title. I would kind of be into that, though. I was thinking about it because the logo they had with nothing on it, just the Indiana Jones, like I liked that logo they had with just the solid color. And why not just call it Indiana Jones? Because it's almost awesome because the original movie was just called Raiders of the Lost Ark. And if this one's just called Indiana Jones, it's kind of cool. It's a lot for me to process Part of my brain is saying I'm kind of into it, but also I'm rejecting it at the same time. I still th- I still think it's going to be Indiana Jones and the something something, but maybe it is just Indiana Jones. This is all going to sound ridiculous probably in a few months when to, where something does get announced. I like the idea that we're not going to get maybe a title until we finally get a first look at the movie, which I imagine will probably be like a, tra- a teaser trailer attached to Avatar or something this Christmas. They probably want to go real big with it and make a big splash with it. I could see kind of that happening once we get into like the holiday season. But there was a there was a, something shown to audiences at D23. We didn't get to see it yet, like officially. It was supposedly there was like a montage of clips from previous films, we saw a little bit of Mads Mikkelsen, people saying Sala was in it, Indiana Jones on a horse riding down the street, 
parts of uh, young Indy, not like young Indiana Jones, but a de-aged younger Harrison Ford, which when the filming was coming out and there are all the dots on his face, people pretty much assumed that. There was costumes on display of Indy, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character, uh, Helena or Helena. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. They probably said it at the panel. And there was a costume, too, that kind of looked like pretty similar to Tote's costume. I wonder if that's Mad Mickelson's costume. It's not as little as Richard Lacey was. It's kind of tall. Like, if you look at the costume and kind of look at it and think Mads Mickelson, it kind of makes sense. And he he might just have, like, an evil Nazi kind of look. And that's just what they, they have little round glasses and wear black leather trench coats. That's what, you know, that's what, that's what they do. That's the style. Yeah. Yeah, as as much as I was sad there wasn't a trailer, and I kind of felt extra sad because I know you were losing it waiting for the trailer, mm-hmm. it's probably for the best because you might be dead. I would be doing this episode by myself. Yeah, you'd it'd be talking to my corpse. I wouldn't be able to talk. I would just... <sighs> yeah, we would have to... you just have to type messages to me. Jason says that this happened because... With Andor, with Mando, with Willow, with Tales of the Jedi, it's almost like half the people couldn't handle it and they would die, and the other half of the people just couldn't even absorb it because their their brains are full with all the other excitement going on. So as much as it's disappointing, I think this way, when the, yeah, when the indie stuff comes out, it's going to be just indie. And, and indie's not going to have to share your brain with anybody. When you're starving for food, you I want to eat everything. And then maybe you eat everything so fast that you don't get time to appreciate the tastes, the individual tastes. Indy 5 is going to be a true delicacy. And I do not want to be shoving a bunch of other food in my face when I am consuming some Indy 5. I want to be able to appreciate it. Perhaps if it is, if the teaser trailer is with Avatar 2, and it comes online, I want to know it is online in a calm manner. Oh, the Indy 5 trailer is online. I must watch it. Get the nice tablecloth out. Put it down. Put a tablecloth on your TV. Light some candles. Let's get dressed up. Put on a sweater. Turn down the lights and be like, now I will watch the Indiana Jones 5 trailer. And then when I go see James Cameron's sequel to The Avatar, I will experience it on the big screen. In a very calm, thought-out manner. I don't want to be thinking about Bo-Katan and Willow with a flamethrower and then have to process Indiana Jones. I just don't want to do it. We're not even going to talk about Avatar because there's too much other stuff going on. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And we didn't forget that that's smack dab in the middle of all of this, too. So, James Mangold, though, dropped something interesting when he was talking about Indiana Jones 5, that George Lucas was a consultant on Indy 5. What the heck does that mean? Consultant is a pretty vague term. It could mean he helped a little or he helped a lot, or he was just like, looks good. I'm into it. Fine, whatever. I don't care what you do. And be like, George Lucas consulted. <laughs> yeah, like maybe he had, you know, there was a special cell phone that that you could only call George Lucas on. It's like the emergency phone. Well, didn't they say he was talking with Spielberg too? Yeah, that Spielberg was involved there. They're like Ford, Lucas, Spielberg, John Williams, like all the indie squad was involved in one way or another on Indy 5, which I, I can totally imagine Spielberg. Like Spielberg couldn't keep his hands off it. 
I would love it to come out like if like on Solo, how George Lucas directed the the closet scene with Han and Kira. If there's one part in Indy Five that Spielberg kind of directed or something like that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. But I do like Harrison Ford after they played uh, the teaser trailer. Supposedly Harrison Ford was emotional. That footage is on YouTube where his voice is cracking. And he did say that this movie will kick your ass. No, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for making these films such an incredible experience for all of us, giving the opportunity to us to, to make these films for you. And I think um, (laughs) I'm very proud to say I'm very proud to say that this one is fantastic. (laughs) Indiana Jones movies are, are about mystery and adventure, but they're also about heart. And uh, <laughs> really, really happy that we have we have a really human story to tell, as well as a movie that will kick your ass. <laughs> Besides, he wasn't pointing at the camera. Jason Gimner, I can see you in Michigan. This movie's gonna kick your ass, kid. <laughs> Which it's an indie movie. It better. I want to be sore afterwards. Supposedly, Sala was in the trailer too. Supposedly, which makes sense. I, 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 that was a rumor for a long time that John Reese Davies was back, and hopefully, Sala is just telling Indy how to put a seatbelt on before they go on a car chase. Attention, attention, please. Sala speaking. Please check your seat straps, making sure always they are securely fastened. Uh, just yeah, just telling them the rules of the ride. You can't take a balloon on this car chase, Indiana Jones. And if you got valuables, you got to store it underneath you. There's, there's a, a little net under your seat, Indy. The crowd reaction to whatever they showed was awesome. I have just, I, I'm, I'm just really, so when they were setting up for D23 and there was like a whole Indiana Jones display, I was losing my mind. It's just really exciting that we're entering the age of Indy again. And another Indiana Jones movie. It's really coming out. It's really happening. Like, it'd been talked about for years. You know, surprise, surprise, I'm excited. But it's just excited to see it. Like, oh, my God, this thing is really happening. We only have, like, 15 more months to wait. Oh, that's terrifying. (laughs) Well, and I just hope people go see it. And I hope people enjoy it. Crystal Skull is already, I think, in the beginning stage of its renaissance era. More and more people, I feel like, are watching Crystal. Look at how well that Disney Parks replica sold of the skull. I feel like people are ready for another Indiana Jones movie. And I think this one, with some new blood, with James Mangold behind the camera, I think it's going to have a little kick of energy again that will get people really pumped. It's exciting to think about. This is, I mean, this will be the first indie not made by the Lucas and Spielberg. So it's like, it's almost like a brand new thing. Like it's still Harrison Ford. It's still Indiana Jones, but like, this is the closest to a brand new indie we've ever had. As far as a movie goes, like it's more brand new than the other ones because everything about it is brand new. Well, and James Mangold is a smart, smart guy and he knows what he's doing. And he, 
he knows the legacy and the history and the importance that all this has. And I think it'll feel like an indie movie, but I think it'll feel different, which I think is a good thing. You know, we've got to, you got to embrace change. You got to, you got to roll with it. We could talk about this all day. Let's move on to the first thing that was talked about at the D23 Lucasfilm panel. What's happening next week, Andor. That's a good looking show. It's a good, it's a real good look. I'm pumped. It's about a week out or so. What's your Andor hype level? I think at this point, I can't even measure it. And it'll be, it's funny like going through all this stuff because I think I can't get any more excited. And then I see one of the other trailers and then I'm like super excited for that. And then I see the next trailer and I'm like super excited for that. And then I go back and watch Andor again and I'm super excited for that. It's like, I think my my meter to see how excited I am is broken at this point because it's been overloaded. So I can't wait. It's so close at this point. It's really close. It's really close. You get yeah, it's it's the storm coming and you can see the dark clouds on the horizon. Yeah, and it's you 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 just know it's going to be different. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be good. It's not just going to be good. It's going to be great probably, and it's going to be different. I'm just ready for something different. And I was thinking of that, like again, watching the Kenobi gallery where it's like, man, Kenobi was so good. Like, I love that show so much, but Kenobi was familiar. Kenobi felt very star Wars and we were with familiar characters. And you, like we always said with Kenobi, like, you know, Leia's going to be okay. And you know where Vader's going to end up and you know where Obi-Wan's going to end up. But Andor, aside from Cassian and Mon Mothma, and I guess saw, but there's so many other characters in Andor that are brand new and a period of time that we know nothing about, except for kind of that what was around happening in Rebels and stuff. But we don't know what was going on in the Imperial Senate. We don't know the details of Andor's backstory. We don't know anything about some of those other new characters, like the ISB, the Imper- like all that stuff. We don't know very much about all that. And that was kind of the thing with this whole D23 thing, seeing all these things back to back, is the fact that they're all Star Wars, but they're all different enough that them being different just automatically makes all of them that much more exciting. Because seeing how different Andor is and then comparing that to like Mandalorian season three, that's something that's more familiar, just made me more excited for both because they're so different. Like, it's not like we're getting the same stuff over and over again right now. Like we literally are going to be jumping from one thing to another thing and it's all star Wars, but it's all different, which just, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's like getting ready to <laughs> to go back to the, the fancy meal. It's like we're sitting at the plate and there's all these things on the plate and they all look so good, but they're all different and we get to eat all of them. <laughs> so it's just like, I don't even know where to start. So I'm glad the, uh, it's like a chef's tasting. The Disney plus is like, okay, well you're going to watch Andor first. So you don't have to worry about trying to choose which thing you want to dive right into. They played a trailer. They played the final trailer for Andor. Let's uh, let's just check it out right now. Talk about some some quick impressions that possibly we have from the latest trailer for Andor. Here we go. Spies. Saboteurs. Assassins. We've all done terrible things on behalf of the rebellion. Cassian Ander. Don't matter what you tell me or tell yourself. 
they'll ultimately die fighting these bastards. Wouldn't you rather give it all at once to something real? We've chosen a side. We're fighting against the dark. There is an organized rebel effort. Drill down and get a hunt started. You realize what you've set in motion? People will suffer. Time has come to force their hand. At what cost? Everything! Every day we wait, they get stronger. Let's take them by surprise. For the greater good, call it what you will. Let's call it war. People are standing up. They're afraid. Right now, they're afraid. Star Wars Andor, three-episode premiere, streaming September 21st. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <sighs> Looks good. It's going to be epic. It's going to be absolutely epic. Mon Mothma at the Imperial Senate. More shots of the elevators. Cassian with the beard. Cassian without a beard. It's 12 episodes, and a lot of the footage we've seen in these trailers have been a lot of the same stuff. And we saw some of the the shoots and ladders, the the pulleys coming down from the ceiling, the stuff we saw, the special sneak preview we saw before Rogue One. There's so much that they're not showing us. Yeah, we're getting more of the same bits of the same episode. So there's so much that we have no idea what we're in for. We're in for a lot. That is the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all we know. Let's move on to Willow. Here we go. Willow. You think you know what is real and what isn't. What is light? What is dark? Now, forget all you know. Come with me. Willow. We're looking for the sorcerer, Willow. I was told that once long ago you defeated the forces of evil. You remind me of your mother. My dear friend, I thought I could prevent all this. I was wrong. My brother was abducted. The world needs you again. It needs your magic. Follow me. We must go beyond the edge of our world into the unknown. Willow! I need your help. Just like old times. Running. Horses. Happy Our true enemy is still out there, rallying the forces of evil. And the only thing standing in his path is us. I'm going to enjoy this. If you're thinking what I'm thinking, so am I. I doubt that very much. Take him to my tent and make sure he's tied up. I don't know. See, that kind of sounds like we're on the same page. When I was a kid, I used to play at being a sorcerer, visiting strange worlds, fighting monsters. Never thought I'd actually really do it. What the hell is that? Trolls. I'm so miffed. We have to hurry. How are you defeat us? Same as last time. With my friends.
not even lying. The first time I watched it, I had the chills just this afternoon watching it. Everything they showed us today was awesome, but for some reason, Willow like gave me the chills, and I just got the chills again watching it again. No, me too. I was like, why am I getting... Am I, I mean, I know I am kind of freaking out because it's Willow, but on the other hand, I'm like, I can't believe I'm freaking out so much because it's Willow. But it is. It's Willow. I, can, I, I can't believe he's back, and it's Warwick Davis, who's been awesome since Return of the Jedi and getting to be the big star of this show and seeing Willow, the character now as like a wizard is so awesome. And then, you know, there's trolls and creatures and it's just, I'm always a sucker for a good fantasy movie. And I don't know, there's just too much going on. It's so, so awesome. Willow is right in there with that like eighties fantasy movie resurgence when there was like Kroll and Lady Hawk and legend willow was right in there with all of that kind of conan movies and stuff and this looks like kind of 80s fantasy again it just looks like the world of willow it's bright and it's colorful and it's kind of silly and the trolls are like people in fuzzy suits (laughs) and the brownies are back yeah brownies are back being ridiculous yeah it's so insane it's like we're going back to the world of willow like the first like live action expansion of the world of willow ever since the original movie and it's just like this is nuts that this is happening do you remember at celebration orlando when we were at the galactic nights and warwick davis with there was the parade of stars where people were in sitting on top of cars and john Knoll went past and we were nervous that he already hated us and warwick davis went past and we were just screaming willow too and he had kind of looked at us and he's like i know guys i know yeah everybody was screaming willow we're like we want willow too Maybe when they were pitching it, they're like, remember when we were at Galactic Nights, there was like at least five people screaming like crazy. They wanted more Willow. And we got to give those few crazy people what they want. The show just, it looks great. It looks great. It's, I don't know. It's all I can say. It's just, it looks wonderful. It looks perfect. And like the Disney store, the, the Disney online store, is going to be selling like willow clothes and there's like retro willow action figures coming out. Like what is going on? Like, yeah, we're not alive anymore, Jason. We just need (laughs) to accept it. We've transcended to the next plane and this is how it is. It's just all willow all the time. I remember when the, the Disney sale happened. Right. And it was like, all anyone was talking about was star Wars. But then I remember at some point it was like, so wait, does Disney own Willow now too? Is that, is that how that works? And it's like, yeah, they do check it out. Cause if it was still like anything else, who knows if it could ever happen, but that's kind of the, the wonderful thing of like this whole new era of Lucasfilm that we're getting a Willow TV series that, is like movie quality. It's not just like a Willow two. I don't know how many episodes of Willow there are. Is it going to be like eight episodes, something? It's like an eight hour Willow movie. Let's say. I, I don't know if you've had a chance to just just pause it on the frame with with all the trolls, and and they're just so blonde and furry and stupid looking. It's so awesome. As they should be. As they <laughs> should be. I'm sure they smell terrible. Just the Willow Renaissance is here. We're here. 
Let's do it. It's just a couple months away. Thanksgiving is going to happen, and then it's going to be Willow time. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. So let's move on to Bad Batch. We already kind of talked about it. It was announced, yeah, that Bad Batch isn't coming out until January. It's it's a bummer because we all want Bad Batch, but it's just going to make the eventual return of Bad Batch in the first days of 2023 even sweeter because we are going to be so hungry for Bad Batch when it comes out. And Bad Batch is too good to be like the other show. Like Bad Batch deserves to be the show and hopefully even more people jump on this time because season one was so good and season two from what we saw at celebration looks like it's going to be just as good and most likely even better yeah i don't want to wait but now i know i can just settle in and and really absorb the bad batch because i'm not going to be sharing my brain between that and andor Well, here's something good to think about, too. With Bad Batch kind of being delayed for as long as it has, and with it probably being finished for as long as it has been, if there is a Bad Batch Season 3, that could be coming along possibly even quicker than, you know, the wait from 1 to 2 will be. Yeah, maybe they'll actually be uh, toys or something, too, because they'll have some extra time to make them. So, in the, still keeping with animation, let's talk about Tales of the Jedi. Confirmed, it is coming out October 26. We already talked about that, but holy smokes. We didn't go to the panel at Celebration because that was, what, Saturday? And we were just like, we need a break. We've been running around like maniacs and... Everybody we knew was at the Tales of the Jedi panel, and all we heard about all weekend was just like, I can't believe you guys missed the Tales of the Jedi panel. It, it's probably my one regret from that week was not going, but I totally think we made the right decision not to go, even if I regret not going. But it was nice now, finally, to see a nice version of the trailer and see what everyone was so excited about. And much like Willow, I really, I think I'm in shock that we're really getting young Qui-Gon and good Dooku. Like, I've been asking for that forever, knowing that that's never going to (laughs) happen. Like, they're never going to make, like, good Dooku and young Qui-Gon stuff. But I can dream, and I can wish upon a star every every week. But I, I, I I can't believe it that we're really getting that. Well, and, like, young Ahsoka... And just more new Clone Wars stories with Ahsoka and Anakin. And, this, like, Anakin's like, again, clones shoot at her some more. <laughs> and, like, there's some weird Inquisitor thing talking to Ahsoka. So these six little stories. I'm just, I think what I'm fascinated with is how the themes of these stories will overlap with each other between Anakin and Ahsoka and Dooku and Qui-Gon because this trailer is kind of like foreboding and it's not like a good time party thing. It's like, man, this is going to be some like heavy, tragic stuff probably. Well, and it is, yeah, it's the whole thing of it's like Dooku who is kind of, you know, not the original Jedi who leaves the order, but in recent times and the fact that his apprentice is the apprentice of the 
master of the apprentice who turns to Darth Vader, who has an apprentice who also leaves for other reasons. And it's like, they're all interconnected and it just, yeah, it just seems like it could be really, really cool by kind of how all these stories kind of play out in different times and seeing how they all kind of go together. is really exciting. And it's, it's just amazing that it's like, it's it, like I said, it's more clone wars. Like the clone wars lives. This it, it's not like a new season of the Clone Wars, but it's Clone Wars animation. It's the Clone Wars voice actors. Clone Wars is like its own thing now that just kind of exists. Well, and it's it's now Clone Wars is so much its own thing that it's a Clone Wars prequel, right? Right. <laughs> as much as that's Phantom Menace, but it's like before Phantom Menace animated, so it's like. Plus, after Phantom Menace animated, uh, yeah, it boggles my mind. I can't believe it. It is. It's mind-boggling. It's so insane to think about. Like, when you first saw the Clone Wars movie, like, was that at the SIGGRAPH you were at? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never would have thought that all these years and years later that you'd be getting something like this. No, it's like, I thinking about that, you know, it was like that night talking on the phone with you, we were like... I think I liked it, but this was kind of, this was not like the Star Wars I'm used to, right? Like we were like, this was, this is like a whole new thing. Like, I'm not even sure what this is. And now, yeah, all these later, all these years later, like it, it's still going and everybody loves it. And there's, you know, so many people who even like Star Wars, like it's all because of Clone Wars and yeah, it's incredible. We were young, we were naive we we for a second we doubted george lucas which is foolish never doubt george lucas he knows what he's doing and if you don't like it now chances are in 10 15 years you're gonna love it right yeah if you think he doesn't know what he's doing just wait 20 years and you'll realize he's playing the long game (laughs) we're all just playing catch up yeah we're he's always he's ahead of us so why don't we let's check it out let's do the tales of the jedi trailer let's check it out here everywhere there is life but you must face death honor it do not fear it jedi ahsoka is jedi The best way I can protect you is to teach you how to protect yourself. Master Dooku. I want to bring peace and order to the galaxy. Master, stop! It is the only way you will truly have victory. My Padawan. Again. Again. Stand down. I'm tired of fighting. I've been warning them about the coming darkness. Let's hope all that training pays off. And who might you be? You know, I can't get enough of Dooku. 
his saber hilt, but with a blue blade. Man, you know, there's been so much today. I didn't even, it didn't even dawn on me that that's what I was looking at. (laughs) Now that you say that, it's like, it's so obvious, but yeah, that's, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. And the look, I know we saw the art at Celebration of Young Padawan Qui-Gon, but the look they have for him is so right on. And his like, kind of like, it's Liam Neeson's son doing the voice and like, master, what are you doing? Like, what is Dooku doing? Yeah, it seems like he's protecting a village by massacring people. <laughs> like, I don't know. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, Qui-Gon, the, the, the ultimate master as, you know, the, the Obi-Wan wondering why his master's not doing things that he approves of. And oh, yeah, it's just, I, I'm still in shock. It, this show is gonna. This show is gonna kill us. This show is gonna kill us. Padme's funeral in animated form. Come on. And ah- Ahsoka is there. It's in like the flashes. You see Ahsoka is walking. Ahsoka was on Naboo at Padme's funeral. Like, come on. And that's right after what the finale of Clone Wars. Then. Yeah, they get off whatever planet, and she probably hears about it and heads over. Yeah, like when the when she's putting all the clone trooper helmets and she's there with Rex, she probably took off to Naboo to go to Padme's funeral. Like, where are we going to see that? Like, is she going to talk to anyone? Does she talk to Bale at Padme's funeral? Man, I don't know. Because she's not going to know, like, she's not going to know how she even died. She's just going to know she's dead, right? Because no, nobody knows. She, like everybody, might think that Padme died with, with an unborn child still. Right, of course, yeah, yeah. And then you think of Ahsoka and Luke, what we saw in Book of Boba and their relationship. Like, I don't, there's just, so there's a lot, there's a lot. Dave Filoni, damn you, damn you, Dave Filoni. Just keep doing it to us. Stop. Don't stop, really, but stop. Hold up, time out. Just time out. <laughs> yeah, just give us a time out. Don't stop completely. Just give us a break. Okay. Speaking of Dave Filoni, they were talking a little bit about the Ahsoka show. Did they show some? Did they show like footage from Ahsoka? As far as I could see, there was one new photo of Ahsoka from the set. Um, she looked cool, but it, you know it's Ahsoka. So with all the rumors of the casting stuff, right? They didn't actually announce any of those people, right? No, no. I think like they're doing the thing where they're just letting. The magazines say these people are cast and never confirming or denying it until the show comes out. Because didn't they even did that with Rosario, right? Like all the magazines are like, Rosario Dawson's going to play Ahsoka and Lucasfilm never said anything, did they? I feel like that's how it was and we just have to wait. But if the people that they're saying they cast are the people they cast, I would never have imagined that I would be so excited for Rebels too. In live action Rebels, like the cast looks incredible and just thinking about live action rebels is kind of it's yeah it's like all this stuff right it just you think you can't get any more excited and then you think about the other thing coming and you're like okay yeah i'm kind of excited again <laughs> i can't wait to see ezra again like what happened to me <laughs> same it was just over the weekend iman esfandi uh, forgive me if i'm pronouncing that wrong Pretty much confirmed he's playing Ezra Bridger in the Ahsoka show. And I I spent like a half hour just looking at pictures of him being like, yeah, 
what happened? Well, all of a sudden, I'm getting real pumped up about Ezra Bridger. Yeah, right? Like, imagining, oh, they're going to, you know, older Ezra's going to show up, and we're going to lose our minds, because, oh, my God, it's it's older Ezra. And we don't got anything against Ezra, but we back, if you go back to our earlier episodes, there were some episodes, like, let's be fair, where we were just like, man, what is Ezra's deal? You know, there, like, we can all be honest that there were episodes where you're like, what was Ezra's deal? But even like last week or a couple weeks ago, when Taylor Gray was in a B Dubs, a BW3 commercial, I was just like, man, that's so great. It's Ezra talking about <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings has deals on deals on deals. Like buy one, get one half off Wing Tuesdays, buy one, get one free boneless Thursdays, and $3 Tall House beers every day. With all these deals, it's a win win. Only at Buffalo Wild Wings. And. You know, it's like we're saying George Lucas was ahead of his time with everything. Dave Filoni learned from the best, and it's the same sort of thing almost, you know, it's like with Ahsoka, the fact that they're kind of annoying sometimes, and you think, I don't know if I like this character all the time, is exactly the reason why you fall in love with them, because it just makes them like real people. So when they come, they go away, you're like, wait, I miss that person. I even miss them being annoying. And then when they come back, you're just like, I can't wait. Come back. Come back to me, old Ezra. <laughs> I want to see you. <laughs> then they were talking about Skeleton Crew, which is still kind of a mystery. They said that they wrapped filming on Skeleton Crew, and you're like, really? And they're still filming Ahsoka, and they showed a photo of Jude Law from Skeleton Crew with a bunch of the... Jabba Palace eye droid things. You know, though, I'm start- here's what I'm starting to think with Skeleton Crew, that it's kind of like the one everybody forgets is coming where it's like, Oh yeah. And skeleton crew is coming sometime, but I bet skeleton crew is going to be really hot for that reason because we don't, we're, we we do not see it coming. Well, and I'm kind of thinking about all the crazy goofy stuff in book of Boba that we loved, but that was maybe too much for some people that now having a show in the same universe, that's all about kids and, there's no excuse not to have everything in that show be like the mods showing up on rainbow colored scooters. Like I, I don't know. I'm, I'm anticipating just like the real wild stuff coming out on skeleton crew because it's going to be kids. I bet it's going to be a sleeper hit. Remember when book of Boba was filming and we're like book of Boba is, is filming because people say it is, but there's absolutely zero talk about it. There was no book of Boba two, book of Boba season two announcement today. I still wonder if Boba Fett is going to be a character in Skeleton Crew and Boba, like, you know, these these shows that are all set, the whole Filoni, Favreau thing, there's more crossover than maybe we think. Well, and, and you know, now we know they've, they're filming all this stuff at the same time. They're not afraid to stop filming one to film another. And, like, even with Mando or, and, or Book of Boba, right? Like, even the people... In the shows, weren't sure what show they're on because they're just filming everything all at the same time, and they all kind of go from show to show. So, yeah, I would not be surprised if if Mando and Grogu and Boba and Fennec, yeah, they all show up in Skeleton Crew at some point. Our final thing that was announced, we again, we had no acolyte. Still, probably too early, even though just like everything else, there were. Tons of casting things coming out recently for Acolyte. The the guy from Squid Game was announced that he's going to be a lead part in the show, which is really cool. But it leads us to our final 
thing from D23, The Mandalorian Season 3. Oh, boy. Yeah, again, I was like, you know, I'm so excited for Andor. I'm so excited to get something new, a different Star Wars, maybe a more serious Star Wars. And then 30 seconds into the Mando trailer, it's like, I love you, Mandalorian. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't wait for you to come back. Yeah, this is the same. Like, I'm watching it, and it's pretty much, I think, pretty much the same kind of thing we saw at Celebration a few months ago, but in good quality, and you can actually process it. But, yeah, like, watching it again, it's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is my juice. This is, <laughs> this is what I'm into. I love all of this. Right. I'm ready to go, you know? Like I'm, yeah, it's like I'm so full, but there's, there's more room. There's always room for you, Mando. <laughs> Mando is the ice cream, the delicious high-end ice cream. You can go to your fancy restaurant and have some really, really good stuff, but sometimes you just need some big old bowl of Mandalorian. So let, let's uh, let's watch the trailer, the teaser trailer for Mando Season 3, and let's talk about it while it's going on. Because you've all seen it. You've, if you listen to this, you've watched it a bunch of times. So we'll, we'll, we'll do like a little commentary here. Yeah, so we got these recaps from seasons one and two here, which is nice. You are as its father. And then go right into three. I like Grogu's new little pod. Matching flashlights. (laughs) And the music is insane in this trailer, too. But you have removed your helmet. So good. So does the armorer have like a ladle? Like, is she gonna make some Mandalorian no soup? Because <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> I hope so. <sighs> yeah, Attack of the Clone. It won't be Attack of the Clone year next year, but there's some asteroid battles going on. Bo-Katan looking through windows. Fractured our people. Where were you then? It's like we're just taken for granted that it's a Naboo starfighter that he's flying around in. Well, and man, the 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 Mandalorians dropping out of the dropship is just too much. I was watching that today and I was like, and I forgot about the tree full of uh, salacious crumbs, too. And, And at one minute and 17 seconds... If you pause it to see the gang of ruffians, and it's just like Nick Twos and one of the dog guys and the this tiny little Trandoshan guy, <laughs> he's he's like it's, it's so they're like pirate pirate bandits. I don't know, they look so awesome. R five D four, Babu Frick, fireworks. We haven't had Star Wars fireworks since Return of the Jedi. I'm, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready for all that. I'm ready for Babu Fricks. I'm ready for R5-D4s. I, I like the the whole idea that he's got R5-D4 in the droid port, and then he's just got a ride with Grogu in the cockpit with him. And also, what is going on? What's going on in this season? We don't, I mean, is like Bo-Katan like the villain? I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still feel like that maybe those two don't fully get along, but they both need to go back to Mandalore and that kind of forces them to team up because for whatever reason, Din's not ready to give up on being uh, one of the children of the watch and Bo-Katan's not ready giving up being the leader of Mandalore. So 
Yeah, it's after the little interlude in the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, where is Din now as a character? Like, what does he see himself doing? That's still the, because that was the whole thing in his Book of Boba episode where it's like, he was lost without Grogu. And it's like, what do I do? Do I go join the Chill in the Watch? Well, they don't want me anymore. Do I be a bounty hunter again? No, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Well, we know he ends up on Mandalore. He ends up on Mandalore in the trailer. He's in the palace with Bo-Katan. So what does it mean? Where is it going? I don't, you know, like he goes and sees grief again. And there's, yeah, a, bunch, a goofy gang. And there's spaceships chasing Din and stuff. What? What's happening? I, I'm ready to go. <sighs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot happening. Empire Strikes Back collection. Action figures each sold separately. Chewbacca's hurt too. FX7 has eight movable arms. The medical droid did it. You saved me, Rebel Soldier. Why? When the Force is with you, your duty is to do good. FX7, Rebel Soldier, Imperial Stormtrooper, and Chewbacca. Action figures each sold separately from Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back collection from Kenner. What's up, Jason and Gabe? It's uh, Taylor Gray, uh, excuse me, Ezra Bridger here, Spectre 6, uh, reporting into Blast Points Podcast. Just wanted to say what's up, and uh, may the force be with you. See you guys. And these last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. reviews when you get done listening to this we would love it if you would go over there write something nice about the show so more people can find it when they're searching for star wars podcasts over there we've gotten a bunch of new reviews like in the past few weeks that are great and hopefully so maybe sometime in the future we'll have time to read some of them in an episode they're not giving us any breaks if you haven't figured that out already in this episode but and if you listen on spotify go and leave a five-star review over there too and make sure you check out our website blastpointspodcast.com probably the best place to go find back episodes with the handy dandy search feature and after that make sure you are following us on twitter instagram and facebook and if you're on facebook make sure you're a member of the blast points super chill group and we got the Blast Points Army on Patreon. Tons and tons and tons of bonus episodes sometime pretty soon, right? We're going to have the 
commentary we did for Light and Magic Episode 2. And then in coming weeks, I think starting a little bit after Andor, that's where some Andor episode recaps are going to be landing over on the Blast Points Army Patreon. Yeah, Light and Magic 2 should be out in just a matter of days from this episode. So be on the lookout. And also be on the lookout, too, if you enjoyed our first installment of Van Halen 1984 series with that crazy man Tom Spina. The second installment of that for Jump will be out very soon, too. And it is seriously hilarious. But that wraps up number 327 here, the D23 Jamboree. It's a warning for the future is what this episode is. Oh, yeah, we always say it, but it's true. Get ready. Get your affairs in order. Take your vitamins. Go for a walk because we're going to get pummeled. Fruit, vegetables. Yeah. Exercise. Get the appropriate exercise. Watch your heart. Take care of your heart. Just eat healthy. Drink some juice, vitamins, whatever you've got to do. Because, yeah, like, like we said, next week's episode is not going to come out on Tuesday because next week's episode, we're going to be talking about the first three episodes of Andor. And once Andor starts, it is Star Wars world and Lucasfilm world for the foreseeable future. <laughs> there, there may be no break. As a wise man once said, no rest for the wicked. So, yeah, yeah we are on the roller coaster. We're going up right now. And in just a week, we're going to start going down the big, the big ramp. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to do a loop and the loop's never going to stop looping. We're, we're on Big Thunder right now, and we're smelling the bleach waterfall. Like, is, that, is that bleach? <laughs> so, all right. Until next week in the Andor Madness, uh, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. Clean bleach waterfall. May the force be with all of you.